Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Space News Pod, your source for the latest updates and insights into the world of space exploration. In today's episode, we're discussing the Artemis program, NASA's ambitious initiative to send humans back to the moon and pave the way for future missions to Mars. We'll be exploring the latest developments in the program, including the successful Artemis 1 flight test and the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead. Join us as we journey into the cosmos and uncover the latest news and trends in space exploration. This is the Space News Pod, and we are blasting off. Now, NASA's Artemis program is well underway with the agency aiming to land humans on the moon once again in 2024. Now, the Artemis 1 mission, which was successfully completed in 2022, marked a significant step forward in achieving this goal. NASA has now confirmed that the first test proved the readiness of the agency's deep space rocket, spacecraft, and ground systems for human missions to the moon. And since the Artemis 1 flight, engineers have been meticulously reviewing data to ensure that they have a complete understanding of every aspect of the systems that will be used for future missions. NASA's space launch system, the SLS rocket, and the Orion spacecraft flew a 1.4 million mile mission beyond the moon, and the data from that mission has provided valuable insights into the capabilities of these systems. Jim Free, NASA Associate Administrator for the Exploration Systems Development Mission Doctorate, uh, stated, we've been learning as much as we can from Artemis 1 to ensure we fully understand every aspect of our systems and feed those lessons learned into how we plan for and fly crew missions. Now, safely flying crew is our top priority for Artemis 2. Now, the Space Launch System, let's talk about that for a second. NASA's Space Launch System rocket is designed to carry humans and cargo beyond Earth's orbit, and the SLS is the most powerful rocket ever built. And it will be used to launch Artemis astronauts during the Artemis II mission, which is the first crewed mission of the Artemis program. The SLS rocket's debut flight was a success with the rocket flying as designed and with precision. And the rocket's interim cryogenic propulsion stage and Orion spacecraft successfully separated, delivering Orion to its initial target orbit and then on a trajectory toward the moon. Now, initial and comprehensive analysis of the SLS rocket's debut flight showed that all of its systems met, and in most cases, many cases, it exceeded performance expectations. Now, following a near-perfect translunar injection burn, the rocket's systems function as they should have, demonstrating the readiness for future missions. Now, we have ground systems for the SLS-2 and for the Artemis program. NASA's Exploration Ground Systems program plays a vital role in this uh, Artemis program, and they ensure that the necessary ground systems are in place for launch and recovering operations. Now, engineers completed detailed assessments of the mobile launcher shortly after the Artemis 1 launch. The launcher sustained a lot of damage, and it's more damage than initially expected from the 8.8 million pounds of thrust generated at liftoff by the rocket. However, 
Work is underway to repair damaged components in tandem with planned upgrades in preparation for Artemis 2, which is the first flight with astronauts that will send the crew around the moon and back. Now, the mobile launcher damage included corrosion uh, to air-filled and cryogenic fueling lines, detached welds on tubing, approximately 60 broken panels and cabinets with instrumentation and destruction to several elevators and blast shields. These components are currently being repaired. And modifications to the mobile launcher to support future Artemis missions are underway and on track. Now, these include incorporating elements to support an emergency egress system at the launch pad. And they're going to have to test that before these astronauts go on the Artemis 2 mission. Now let's move over, well, up, I should say, to the Orion spacecraft. The Orion spacecraft is a critical component of the Artemis program. and It is designed to carry humans and cargo to deep space destinations, including the moon, Mars, and beyond. And the spacecraft was put to the test during the Artemis 1 mission, where it successfully accomplished 161 test objectives to fully demonstrate every aspect of the spacecraft, including 20 objectives added mid-flight. Now, teams are extensively reviewing more than 155 gigs of Orion data to confirm the spacecraft's successful performance during its journey nearly 270,000 miles beyond the moon and farther than any spacecraft built for humans has ever flown. Now, there's other countries involved, too, in other parts of the world. Now, the European-built service module generated 20% more power than initial expectations and consumed about 25% less power than expected. And all the spacecraft's dynamic separation events, such as separation of the launch abort system during ascent and parachute deployment during landing, were completed without issue. Splashdown, which was moved 300 miles south due to poor weather, occurred 2.5 miles from the target landing spot, well within requirements. And upon returning to Kennedy Space Center in Florida, avionics components earmarked for reuse on Artemis II were removed and refurbished for integration, including phased array antennas, a vision processing unit, GPS receivers, and inertial measurement units. All Artemis I avionics components have been integrated into the Artemis II crew module, um, and they're still working on that as we speak. However, teams are more closely examining data for two observations from the plate. Engineers noted variations across the appearance of Orion's heat shield in which the ablative material that helps protect the capsule from the extreme heat of reentry wore, wore away differently than predicted. Post-flight inspection showed a significant amount of original uh, Avcoat material remained on Orion. The thermal protection system experts have correlated the timing of descent through the atmosphere with data from hundreds of sensors as well as gathering imagery and video. Now, teams right now are assessing this set of data to understand what happened. And experts are also continuing to assess an issue seen during the flight where latching current limiters uh, switched open while commanding several times throughout the mission. Now, these switches are circuit breaker-like devices that are par part of a power conditioning and distribution unit responsible for taking power generated by the solar arrays and preparing it for distribution to systems. Now, they help control power to components in the service module, and engineers are reviewing flight data to understand the source of this issue and plan to conduct testing 
in a flight-like configuration in the future. Now, we have to move forward a little bit. We have to move to Artemis II, but before we do that, please check out our partner, StarshipShirts.com. Now, Starship Shirts helps us out here on the show, but they have amazing t-shirts and amazing designs for space lovers. So if you're into space flight, if you're into NASA, SpaceX, there's shirts there for you. So go check them out, StarshipShirts.com. It would really help out this channel and also uh, could make you look cool amongst your peers. So there's no promo code or anything. The prices are low. So go check them out, StarshipShirts.com. Now let's move on to Artemis 2. Despite the issues identified during Artemis 1, NASA is making progress assembling, testing, and processing the elements for the Artemis 2 mission ahead of late 2024. The heat shield will be attached to the crew module in May, and the crew module and service module will then be connected ahead of integration testing. And the SLS solid rocket booster motor segments and core stage will be shipped to Kennedy Space Center later this year. And after the engine section and RS-25 engines are connected to the rest of the already completed body and and the already completed stage, and teams will expect to transport the mobile launcher to launch pad 39B this summer for testing, including evaluation of the emergency egress capability needed for Artemis (laughs) 2. Excuse me. Now, the the emergency egress capability is a cool thing. And I'm just going to do a little side tangent here from uh, my notes. The emergency egress is kind of, it's a giant zip line in your, um, you're in a, uh, a little enclosure. And if you're an astronaut and something happens and the crew can't get up to you before the launch and say, if you have to evacuate, you jump in this little uh, portal and you let her rip and you slide down hundreds of feet of this cable and it's kind of like a roller coaster ride at that point it's it's uh exhilarating luckily you get away from the uh, launch pad safely and this is the sort of training that the astronauts have to do before they go in the artemis 2 flights now the recovery team along with personnel from the department of defense recently completed rigorous testing of the crew module test article in support of artemis 2 efforts and they'll conduct conduct an open water recovery testing in the months ahead to ensure that the crew on board are quickly and safely recovered from the spacecraft. So they're basically dunking the spacecraft into the water and making sure that the crew is ready for any sort of recovery um, during that process. And the Artemis program has been described by NASA as the next step in human exploration. And it is intended to pave the way for sustainable lunar presence and eventual exploration of Mars. The program is named after the Greek goddess of the moon, and NASA has set ambitious goals for the program, including sending the first woman and the next person of color to the moon by 2024. However, there's a lot of things that need to happen, and there's goals that will require a significant amount of testing and preparation, as well as the development of new technologies and systems. The success of Artemis 1 was a significant step forward for the program, but it also highlighted the challenges that NASA will face in achieving its goals. NASA has stated that the lessons learned from Artemis 1 will be invaluable in preparing for future missions. The agency is committing to ensuring the safety of its astronauts, and the data from Artemis 1 will be used to inform the development of new systems and technologies to mitigate risks and enhance safety. 
Now, NASA is also partnering with commercial companies to develop new technologies and capabilities for the Artemis program. The agency has selected three commercial companies to develop human landing systems for the program, and it has also signed contracts with several companies to provide cargo transportation systems to the moon. Now, NASA is ready for this. They're ready for Artemis 2, but they have to get Artemis 1 data in place so they can make the adjustments for the Artemis 2 mission. And as NASA moves forward with the program, it'll be important to continue to address challenges and obstacles while also leveraging the program's potential to inspire future generations and drive economic growth and innovation for the Artemis program. Now, with continued focus and investment, the Artemis program has the potential to be a huge transformative force for space exploration and scientific advancement. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Again, check out starshipshirts.com. And also, if you can, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. It would help out the show a little bit. So thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next one.